Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Bridging the work-faith divide. We are starting our second week on this topic, a topic we're very excited about because it relates so deeply to what's very core for very many of us, those of us who share spirituality, our faith, and work, where we are all day, every day, the community of people spend a lot of our life with, invested in these two areas. And yet, we way too often experience them as completely unrelated, completely compartmentalized. Well, and there's always the tension that we feel that one is taking over the other, mm-hmm. particularly. But we're more comfortable with faith taking over work than work taking over faith, if we think about it. But why have we set up this tension? Most of the time, we talked about last week that it seems that any time that work is something that we enjoy or that takes up our time or our creativity, our energy, we're somehow diminishing the aspect of us that's our faith aspect, our spirituality. Why this tension? I wish I knew because you and I are so passionate about how silly it is and how false it is. And part of it, I think, is just we have a compartmentalized culture that puts life into different categories. And we have a work world and we have a faith world and we have the community that we live around. And we have, if you're um, raising children, you have a school world and a lot of life revolves around those relationships and those activities. And in all these different worlds we live in, there's very little overlap. Now, you and I live in Los Angeles, and it's even more exasperated there because of the commuter culture. There's not a lot of overlap in different areas of life. But in this one, two things that are core to you know many, many people, our work and why we're there and our faith and what we're about and what we believe, we want to bridge that divide, as we say in our title, because they're deeply related and they do not need to be in competition and one is not pulling away from the other, but we just don't have good ways to think about that yet and approach it. So this week, we're going to take on the area of can work be as core to our faith as being a part of almost a call from God? Like, does God have an opinion even about what I do, why or where? If he does, how do I find out? If he doesn't, you know, how do I make that choice? But it could be that core to who we are, and it wouldn't necessarily mean, on the other hand, that you know, a call means you go into some sort of professional religious work, like uh, becoming a minister or a missionary. Well, it strikes me that so much, we talk a lot in our podcasts about work sort of being an afterthought to our lives, or something that uh, we dread going to because it's taking away from living. But Uh that's... We can't really see work that way when it's all we really do. Yeah, and, that, and that's unfortunate. But you, you'll even hear that from your pastor, you know, that work is somehow the, some of the church words that are common in that realm is worldly or selfish or you're out for your status and some superficial goals, and that it's not significant. And that creates a, a tension because some of us love what we do and we're really good at it. And we experience that as coming alive and we're valued and appreciated there. And we're making a difference in that we don't know what to do with that tension. What you and I are suggesting is that there's more truth to our experience than there is to those um, concerns or accusations that it's taking away from the faith. The energy that we get out of what we do, why we love um, sales or why we love leadership or why we love medicine or law has to do with a real core expression of who we are. And as people of faith, we believe God made us. So that's a, it's good to express who you are. 
Well, I can see, Carl, how it's easy to feel good about those things if those professions are more noble, <laughs> you know, a doctor, a social worker, uh, you know, but what if like I am a salesperson and I'm really good at it and I can make a lot of money if I do that? Or what if it's the opposite? What if I'm uh, someone who just is in between jobs and I'm doing something that's sort of, you know, I like doing, but it's not necessarily a career path. What and, and both of those things have the distinction in that we feel that they're not noble enough to actually be a part of mm, great issue. You know, something that we call you know, that we would say that God calls us to do. So how do we? What are we saying? <laughs> Excellent. No, let's let's pull that apart. So what we're doing when we think that way about what we're doing is we're taking what we do away from ourselves and we're putting it out there. The doctor. Uh, physicist or a garbage collector. And we're saying, how do we think about that? And is it noble enough or is it, does it have value of itself as if it existed out there all by itself? And that's, that's exactly where the thinking gets confused because what we do doesn't take place separate from ourselves. So in choosing what we do, what we want to do and what we're suggesting with this podcast and with a series of talks and workshops that we're developing is that the thinking goes back to that you're the chooser, that you're the liver of your life. You are the person God has given the gift of life to. And, you know, you've gotten where you are through a variety of factors. You know, what part of it is how God made you and what part of it is your family and what part of it's your education and your community and the things that happen to you. All these things come together and now you're kind of interested, maybe even passionate about a certain line of work, expressing that as work. But, you know, it's just a coincidence of culture that we happen to be working in California or the American or the capitalistic context. That's not true of all people. So we don't need to read into that concern from another realm. If we're the primary liver of our life, that's a wonderful opportunity. That's a good thing. That's a really exciting thing that we have this gift, and it's how we choose to use it that matters. So what I'm doing with this thinking is we're turning what you think about away from trying to judge each field as having value or validity or nobility or not, to looking to yourself for the clues and saying, this is who I am. These are the things I'm interested in. And if I'm going to show up and make a difference and do something with this gift of life God's given me, that's the source of thinking and clues. And so whatever... So here's the, here's the end of the talk right here in the middle. Whatever you decide to do, that's the right answer. That kind of sounds like an odd thing to say, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Whatever you decide to do, it's okay. Maybe not, you know, a stripper. Well, so that goes back to saying, that goes back to judging the form. And yes, you can judge that form. That, there's some problems. <laughs> there's some problems. There's some ethical problems. <laughs> ethical problems. You're thinking that, you know, that form of entertainment. And that's a fine line of thinking. But if you start with yourself, you know, it would be a rare bird that looking at someone's own skills and desires would think, oh, this is what I want to do with my right. forever. Instead of I need, I feel trapped and I have to do whatever I can do. When we always talk about how our decisions are right for us when we make decisions, excuse me, what I want to say is that sometimes we make decisions for the time that we're in and those change. Exactly. So the tool we would use to think and what we'll be using to do in some of these classes is we're going to take all these areas and hold them out there together. So yes, there is a God factor, a spirituality factor. There's 
different traditions, scriptures, there's traditions, there's values there. And then we just pointed to another one. There's who we are and how we're unique and what gets our juices flowing and what gets us all excited. And I just love, people just get into analytics, others get into building. And that's a source of valid information. And then the third one, which you just pointed to, is our context. We live in a certain place in a certain time. We're at a certain stage of family life. If we're early in family life and we have children and trying to get established financially, those responsibilities inform what kind of work we can pursue and may not be able to pursue at that time. And at certain times, it might suggest getting something more stable and regular. And at other times, it might be some flexibility involved. So then that flexibility becomes information you can put into the equation. I'm more flexible at this stage. What would be a responsible, authentic expression of that flexibility? And then you might be able, you know, we just had a huge disaster in Japan. Maybe that moves you in a sense, and that flexibility frees you up to go help with the professional skills you developed over the course of a lifetime. So again, we're not looking for the right place to be. We're looking for what we're going to choose to do next. And that's what we would, that's how we coach and we ask people to think is you're working through who you are and deciding what you are going to choose next. Well, next week we'll be talking about this issue of character. I think it has some in line with how we view professions, right? Some are worthy of our time, some are not. Mm -hmm. Well, there Mm -hmm. are certain sort of characteristics, moral characteristics, that as people of faith you want to live up to or be Mm -hmm. a part of kind of your day-to-day life. But I think some of that gets really kind of fuzzy in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Or at least we either are two schools. We either check out once we reach the workplace and we're people we normally would not be in our regular life. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we decide that we want to have them be a part of our day-to-day in ways which don't really have anything to do with being in the workplace. it feels like, yeah, like being at religious school or something where somebody's going to smack you if they catch you doing anything. So that's next week? That's going to be a good one. In in the meantime, (laughs) visit us on the web and comment on the blog. Throw some questions out there because this is not an area where there's answers. Like this is the right way to do it. And that's why we love talking about it so much because we're really resourcing each other to think responsibly, creatively, and so that people can come alive in what they're doing and be consistent with who they are. And and all these things are a part of our lives. We're at boldenterprises.com. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.